Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. episode 101. I am Justin. And I'm Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good. Thank you to everyone out there listening in the interwebs. We uh, appreciate your time. And hope you are having a fantastic day. Yes. Um, we just celebrated July 4th, right? This in past America's weekend. birthday. But <clears throat> this kind of stems, uh, we're going to talk about walking in freedom and what that means for us. And this kind of comes from my friend Brad. He sent me a polo over the weekend, and he was basically like, hey, uh, what's your views on freedom right now? (laughs) So with everything happening happening in the world. um, And it reminds me sort of a story to kind of frame this. Um, When I lived in Ethiopia, um, the first year I was there, there were over 10 million people who were starving from a famine. They have a very short, early rainy season, and if it doesn't come, like the crops fail. So it's just, it's not like here where it rains all year. You know, it's right. going to rain every month. Right. But there it doesn't. It's only a certain window. And the crops had failed. And there was like literally 10 million people like, I can't tell you how many times I had women try to give me their kids, like their babies. It was just like that kind of intense. Like, because they knew you. They were starving. Well, I mean, they were starving. Right. A foreigner could right. feed their child and right. they couldn't. Right, exactly. So. Um, so that was going on, and I was traveling up in the northern part of the country at a, at a, at a town called Aksum, which is supposedly the site of Queen of Sheba and the Aksumite Empire, which was a huge empire that covered a lot of countries on today's map, right? So I'm sitting there looking at these ancient ruins, and it's pretty impressive, the stella that are there. And I was just kind of looking around, and an Ethiopian guy, he spoke English. A lot of Ethiopians did not, but he, he spoke English, and he was like, it's really sad, basically, our country now, when you look at the empire that was there, and we can we can barely feed ourselves now. And I immediately, my response to, I didn't say it out loud, but I was like, well, kind of like, well, that's tough for you, buddy. Or, you know, like, like that's sad for you. I, I do feel for you, but... Basically, I don't have to worry about that. You know, right, like that was kind of right. like, hmm, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it was like, nah, that's not my world. Right. And I immediately had the thought, which I think it was the Lord, but it was like, really, you don't think that could ever happen to where you live? And I've thought about that a lot since then. We really are responsible for freedoms and stewarding our freedoms because if you don't steward them, you lose them. You know, if you don't take care of them, your freedoms, you're going to lose them. Yes. (laughs) I'm listening. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, um, the problem of freedom is it's not free. First of all, it's not free. Um, we're going to talk about some different angles on that, but the problem is it's not free. And the problem is if you don't take care of it, it will disappear. Like if you don't steward it well, it will be gone. Right. Right. So that's kind of a framework for today. So we're going to try to make this real practical because freedom is just kind of one of those things that gets tossed around. Um, And it causes a lot of stress. If you look at the way it's thrown around today, freedom uh, basically is 
um, people think, oh, I have a right, I have a freedom. And that usually means in our society today, I have no responsibility, but I have this freedom. You, right. you know it's, what I mean? It's almost more like an entitlement to having that just because I was born. Mm-hmm. And I think Americans struggle with that. We Younger generations with of Americans so much. struggle with that. And I struggle, and I, that's why I told that story about Ethiopia. Because that guy, like, I didn't understand. And I've, I've, like I said, I've reflected on a lot since then. But I was just like, oh, I'm just kind of entitled to this freedom that I have on my U.S. passport. And I have the American dollar, which was, you know, much superior to the Ethiopian bird. You know what I mean? Like, I had all these advantages. And I just thought, well, I deserve that. Really, right. that was really like the bottom line. So lots of arrogance tied to that. Yeah. So we're going to talk about freedom. We're talking about the fact that freedom is not free. And it made me think of the verse um, in Second Corinthians chapter 3. It says, Now the Lord is a, is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I think that verse could be, obviously it's not going to be a sermon, but freedom is relational. Like mm. that verse says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Um like there's a relationship that has to be stewarded and carried with all of our freedoms. So I kind of want to frame it today with freedom. Were you going to say anything? No, you're okay. doing great. Okay, so we're going to frame this today with Zig Ziglar's Will of Life. That we've talked about in previous yes. podcasts. So do you want to go over that because you know that better than I do? So the Wheel of Life being like if you imagine an old wagon wheel or like the picture of a, a pie cut into slices or a pizza... And each of those represent different parts of your life. So you have like a spiritual component, your physical health component, your family, your social, um, your mental health, financial, and then like your career, your vocation. And so ideally, in someone who's really healthy, you're going to see all of those very well developed. But none of us is the ideal, so we all have pieces that are not very strong. Right. So, with the 4th of July just being celebrated, we're kind of going to do this, our own inventory, check our own inventory, and think of freedom in your own life, and how are you developing your freedom in each of these areas of the Zig Ziglar world, and how do you do that better? Because here's the deal, if you don't exercise your freedom, you've lost it. You know what I mean? Like, I know there's a lot of Christians in America right now who've been upset that churches... um, (laughs) can't you know the governors or whoever said in the past few months oh you can't sing or you can't do this or you can't do that well look around the uh, <laughs> i'm like people are oh i can't believe that they do this or whatever it's like well look around the congregation most people aren't singing anyway <laughs> you know what i mean because they're not what i mean is they're not exercising their freedom right so it's like you have the freedom to sing but they just sit around and they don't sing right you know what i mean for whatever reason you know what i mean or like you have the freedom to pray but you don't pray. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's like, really? So if it's not exercise, you're, you're just like a muscle. And we just got to, we got, we can't control all these other things. You know, let's go back to what we can control. I mean, I can, we could both, we both were like, before we talked about this, we're like, let's not go on a, a tirade about the news or what's, what we right. like or the things we can't control. Right. So we're talking about the things we can control. We're talking about growing in freedom. So let's talk. Let's start. And so the idea is that freedom, somebody has to pay for freedom. Right. And so, you know, it's easy for us to think, particularly as we are coming off of the 4th of July 
weekend, which in America, we've been celebrating independence and our country and that kind of thing. And so it's easy for me to think, oh, well, this was paid for by people 200 years ago who created our government. Fill in the blank, whatever story you want to tell, right. But the reality is that today... I, the price I pay is stewarding it well. Right. Otherwise, right. it's going to be lost. Right, because I have to carry it for my kids, and they have to get it, too. You know what I mean? Like, right. they have to catch it. <laughs> right, Kinda right, like right. like COVID. They need to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, every area, either you have to pay to create it, or you have to pay to maintain it in some way. You have right. to be stewarding it. Right, and that's like what we're talking like, a time and energy, especially. Right. And, and being thoughtful about it. How can you grow in it? So let's talk off, uh, let's start off with... Um, let's start with physical health, because I feel like that's a very concrete thing. Yes. Check. Ready, set, go. How do you grow in your freedom of health? So I think, and this is such a great illustration, because the price that you have to pay is, if you want more energy, the price you have to pay is working out. Right. Which costs degree. energy... But then you have an increased amount of energy. Right, the payoff. And you're also investing in your future. Because at some point, you're going to be old and shriveled up. And people are going to be taking <laughs> care of you. You know right. what I mean? Like, how are you going to... Are you going to be healthy? Are you going to be, like, continue to eat junk food and processed food and whatever? So, I feel like for us... Like, let's just talk about us. And then everybody else can figure out their own stuff. Okay. For our own health, we've been exer- We walk. We're walking... Right. We're we're in a good routine of walking. Right. We have to continue that. Because it's been really good cuz guess what? We've seen we've met like our neighbors at a whole different level. I know. It's been awesome. It has been really cool. Yeah. So, that's one thing. I think stretching. Like we call it's, it yoga, it's, it's like an a, area that we're getting better at. Yeah, like yoga app, you use a yoga app, but it's right. not really I would say not yoga. It's really just stretching as well. So, I, do. I feel like that's anybody can do that. Right. Especially if you're sitting on your rear end all day, you need to be stretching. Stretch your hips, do do whatever. That's something simple. Um, I have started exercising the freedom of a better routine. <laughs> with I have, what do you call that? What kind of alarm do I have on my phone? I just put... The cuckoo clock. Yeah, it's like cuckoo. I couldn't think of that word. Cuckoo clock. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Every top of the hour, it does that. And you know what I've been doing? Five push-ups. There you go. When the cuckoo clock goes off, I do five push-ups. Right. I don't even like think about it, whatever. You could set your alarm for five at whatever time and do five stretches or you could do whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. But I'm growing in that freedom because you know what? I have that, I have that freedom. Like we have some friends in the Middle East, shout out to Ben and Amy. They, um, they've had a one hour at one point they could get out of it of their house for one hour a day and it was like 110 degrees yeah and they live in the middle of nowhere you know in the desert in the middle of nowhere so it's like that that's a freedom i have to exercise to go out and walk to do these things but we don't take advantage of it we really don't like we should right find a park find whatever anything with health well and i think also the freedom to choose our food That's such you know, a big one, yeah. And I mean, we've we've made a lot of intentional steps to decrease sugar and processed food and that kind of thing. Not that we're perfect, but yeah. Well, I mean, we allow ourselves right days off, but just don't. You have the freedom to say no to right. junk food. Right. Don't bring it in the house. Yeah. We know that. That's our rule. If it gets brought in the house, we we're will going eat it. to eat it <laughs> probably quickly. Right. 
All right, other freedom. Freedom with family and relationships. Okay. <sighs> this is one that I think, I feel like I have just heard it a lot more recently, is people who did not invest in relationships the way they think that they should have, and someone has passed. And now yeah. they regret it because yeah. they no longer have the freedom to call that person right. or to stop by or to say, hey, I just appreciate you. That's so true because we all have that freedom right now. If right. the other person's breathing, you You're have the freedom. You're breathing and they're contact. breathing. You yeah. have the freedom. Yeah. I was thinking about the freedom in the sense of we have the freedom to help our kids figure out who they are while they're under our roof. And that Enneagram, those Enneagram podcast really hit a nerve with some people it really helped people i think right thank you for the feedback for those people who have shared how much it meant to them or helpful to them and so we've been trying to figure out for some of our kids what's the best way to help them grow right like we had another like i don't know not just the eight-year-old he's enneagram seven if you if you all have any advice for enneagram, probably enneagram seven <laughs> um he's just which means he's always like super happy but he doesn't have. But he if doesn't. Anything happens that doesn't align with super happy. He just he loses struggles. his mind because yeah, he, he doesn't know what to do with yeah, it. Yeah, he struggles with the hard times. So, um, so that was a good exercise. But I have a framework, and so I feel like just I feel like I've had more grace with him lately, right? Uh, because I have an understanding at least like what's going on with him, right? So I feel like I'm walking in more freedom as a parent because I have some more tools to apply to the situation. Right. Because a few years ago, I would not have known at all what to do with him. <laughs> right, 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 right. And I think in all of these, it's like having the freedom requires, like when we're saying stewardship, it requires some suffering. And that's not anything that anybody wants to talk about. But right. I think that's just the reality. Like, right. do you know what? Is it super fun to like research and try to understand how that child is thinking and behaving and what approach we need to take with him. Especially when he's right in front of you, like, throwing a fit or whatever. Yeah, no, <laughs> you just want to, like, tell him to go to their room or whatever. Yeah. Um, but time it's out. worth the, the time. It's worth what you have to invest in your time and your effort and all of that. And it's the same, like, with your health. Like, I still struggle with exercising. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I just need to suck it up and have some suffering now <laughs> right? because it's like you're going to suffer at some point. Right. So do you want to be the one who has control over doing that suffering now the way you want to, or are you just going to wait until you've lost that freedom and you're suffering because it's gone? Right. Right. That's good. That's good. Okay. Next area is your mental or your intellectual side of you. you kind of your mind. I feel like you've been doing a really good job. You have challenged me because you are reading books on our day off. You're just picking up a book and reading it. Like, you've read The Hunger Games with the kids, the older kids. Right. You read, I don't know, something else. And I was like, oh, I guess I need to be reading, too. My wife's guess been... you need to step I up, mister. I know, I know. <laughs> so, but you've intentionally been reading stuff that's not necessarily work-related. Right. But it is, like, it's strategic for some reason. Right. To connect with our kids or right. whatever. So, I think that is a good thing to be doing. Um, games, any kind of games, like... I feel like even sports games can help your mental stress. Like, I'm thinking stress-related, what you can do right. to help your mental health during COVID. Right. I don't know. That's a deep subject. I yeah, feel like. that's, so, that's a big thing. Anything else growing in freedom on that? 
No, I mean, I think just acknowledging that we have to invest. We have to keep our minds active and, you know, doing things to help with our stress levels. We have to be intentional about it because it's like the oxygen mask. Right. Like, if I'm not intentional about taking care of me, this whole ship's going to go down. I don't know what you're going to say then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Financial. Financial freedom. Uh, Makes me think of Dave Ramsey. It does. Yeah. Um, we've been listening to him actually more on the YouTube feed. Right. And I think, you know, I mean, his whole thing is if you got to pick up, he doesn't care if you're a lawyer or doctor or whoever, if you got to start delivering pizzas for extra income, you need to eat rice and beans until right. your family's out of debt. Just do it. Right. right so it right. goes to that same, like, there's a price <clears throat> and you have to pay right. it and you choose to suffer now so that you don't suffer later. Right. So, yeah, I feel like we have had better financial goals or at least dialogues lately right you feel that way yeah so that's good i mean i feel like that i feel like our kids too we talked about how they can invest um you know to like not just waste their money on stuff right which they have the freedom to do kind of the way we've set up but we're like yeah why don't you not do that right and they we've had some really good discussions definitely and and they are (laughs) I told the boys in no uncertain terms that if they did go into debt, I can't remember what the speech I gave them. If you go into stupid debt, I'm going to... It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. (laughs) We'll leave it at that for podcast friendly. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And your career, and I think this is just going for you in general, you know, what are you doing to invest in yourself to get, you know, new skill sets? The world is changing. We have to be adapting and learning new skills as we go. Probably that's going to have a financial and a time cost and just the energy, you know? So all of those aspects. Right. You've been doing that. You've done quite a bit of new, new challenging things. Taking a new class and making my brain cramp up and everything. (laughs) (sighs) Making our brain cramp up, having to deal with you taking your new class. (laughs) So, yeah, that's good. Um so you can really apply this to any area of your life. And right. I think the the wheel of life is a great tool. Um, but really just asking yourself, like, where where do I want to improve? Or what part of my life do I appreciate? And I don't want to lose it. Because I think the whole thing with freedom is kind of like being the fish in the water. That you don't sometimes recognize the freedom that you're operating in. Right, right, right. So the last section in that wheel is spiritual. Yes. And I feel like... Brings us back to the beginning. Brings us back to the beginning. And I feel like this is really important because the stress, the amount of mental stress and physical um, wear and tear on people, even during this COVID, and like, you really need to be... Because, I mean, the science is pretty pretty crazy. People who pray, like through, especially cancer, um, like they just do better, you know? Right. And <laughs> we we have started more with the Sermon on the Mount teachings with the kids. Right. I th- How do you feel like that's been going? I feel like it's been great. I think they're getting I mean, it. Yeah, I think they're getting it. But, I mean, it's, but again, like, and it, we did that whole thing. What, didn't we do a podcast lately about how to do a devotion? Yes. Yeah, so we did that. Um, so I feel like I feel like it's been good. Like, we don't feel like... You don't feel like kumbaya time. You know what I mean when we do it. Do you? No. I mean, it's not like... But let me tell you this, and this will be a good story for us to wrap up on. As far as, like, we have freedoms and we have to be aware of them. And a lot of them, we didn't pay the initial price. So we have to pay now to steward them so that our children will operate in these freedoms. Right. 
So our kids are currently at Cousin Camp, right. which is, you know, just a local little family <laughs> thing that my mother-in-law organizes because she's Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, but she asked the four oldest grandkids to lead a devotion. Right. And so that includes two of our sons. Right. And so they each came to me independently and they were like, hey, I'm thinking about sharing this passage for the devotion time that I lead. And I'm thinking about doing the questions that dad always asks. Right. And so it was really cool yeah. because, like, they just, it seemed easy for them. Neither of them were overwhelmed no, by it. No, they were not. Yeah, that's cool. And that made my heart so happy. Right, because we make it so hard that our kids can't do it. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? Like, right. That's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. For anything, like for health, for exercise, for especially spiritual, you know, because if they don't have any spiritual fortitude in them, like they're just going to get ran over in life. Right. The the way things are in our world today, if you're if you're not investing in your kids' spiritual growth, like you just need to stop, <laughs> like what you're doing, and need to reevaluate, like what are you doing? Now that doesn't mean you hit them in the head with the Bible every morning. Right. But you have to figure it out. You have to start the journey to like again suffer in pain because trust me <laughs> there's been there's been devotional times where i've been ready to like there, hurt all of our could kids could there possibly have been mornings that you didn't feel like doing that uh, i felt like doing something <laughs> but it was not holy at all and you were probably probably part of the problem too so <laughs> it wasn't thanks, just our kids thanks it was, it was for- my wife she was the real <laughs> trouble thanks for clarifying for yeah, everybody yeah okay so anyway, the whole point of this podcast started with my friend Brad asking me about freedom over the 4th of July. So it really got me thinking, think about the different areas of your life. How can you grow? Just start somewhere. If it's spiritual, start spiritual. It's your health. Drink more water. You know what I mean? Like, keep your electrolytes balanced, but drink more water. Uh, do intermittent fasting. Whatever it is, you know? It doesn't matter. Just start. <laughs> start somewhere and right. steward the freedom that we have. That you have. Absolutely. All okay, right. I think I'm done with my sermon. Okay, good we job. We didn't talk about the news or anything else, <laughs> so we did a good job, honey. We did no ranting on current politics. <sighs> Thank you so much for taking time to listen and hang out with us. Remember, you are valuable, and what you do matters. We would love to connect with you on our Facebook page. Just search for Less Stress Family on Shauna's Instagram account, Shauna Sheree Wood, or on our website, lsfpodcast.com. Blessings. Oh, yeah. We got to tell them our new schedule. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about it. We didn't write it down in my, our notes. So we're super excited that we have passed 100, which was our goal for getting podcast episodes out. And now we will be connecting with you three times a week. On Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, there will be a new podcast episode ready for you to listen to. You did a good job on that. Thanks. Say bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>